first episode of Milo and Freddy NFL Draft Podcast. We're recording this on Tuesday, April 26th. I'm Miles, aka Milo. I'm joined by my dad, Fast Freddy Brubacher. How you doing? Hey, Miles. This is our recurring talent. You know, there was a void with Mel Kuyper not going to be able to attend the NFL draft with hair. So Fast Freddy is substituting as uh, as our draft nick. So um, anyway, before we get into talking about this NFL draft, we have a word from our sponsor. Thanks, Miles. I've always loved all of Miles' friends and my daughter Anna's, but one of my favorites was the late, great Clay Miller from Miller Hardware, and they have two stores, one on Fairbanks near our Rodeo Drive Park Avenue and one in Castleberry. They're the coolest people on earth, and I'm guessing most of the people on our podcast and listening are as klutzy as my dear son and I, and can I tell you, Miller Hardware is for you, because not only do they have all the gear for every home project and every honeydew you might ever be assigned, They're great explainers. So believe it or not, folks, if you go to Miller Hardware, you might have a chance of actually making your wife happy getting some stupid thing done. So that's our sponsors, Miller Hardware. We're crazy about them. And last but not least, Orlando people, when it gets to be Christmas time, every green egg, every grill known to man, every tool you could ever think of for any job. Yeti coolers. Every Yeti cooler, thank you, Miles, you could ever imagine. So great Christmas shop. Miller Hardware is our sponsor. We love them, and we hope you'll check them out. Amen to that. Thanks for joining us, and thanks to Miller's Hardware for sponsoring us. Okay, 2022 NFL Draft starts at 8 p.m. on Thursday the 28th. Um, This should be an interesting draft. We got a bunch of edge rushers, offensive linemen, and assorted talent. We're going to go over what we think is our approximately best 15 prospects. So, Dad, what do you foresee going into this draft? Well, what's interesting about this draft, and I didn't foresee it because of COVID and people getting an extra year, I thought this was going to be an amazing stocked NFL draft. It's not that, but it is a stock draft in the sense that it's very, very deep. But, you know, it's not like that year when Barry Sanders goes three and Dion goes four and you pretty well knew they were going to the Hall of Fame. So it's it's a very, very deep draft, which bears watching. And I would add, when the seven rounds are over, there are still tons of prospects. So that undrafted free agent out of college, that's going to be fun to watch for your favorite team because there's going to be a lot of really quality players left. I agree with you there, and the objective of this preview is to just make it quick. Like I said, we're going to try and go over about our 15 names or so of the uh, talent at the at the top of the board, but as the draft goes on, I believe our recast will probably be more fun than the previews. So with all that said, we're going to get into some names, and thanks again for joining us. Okay, so our format here, we're going to go by position group. The most stacked at the top of the draft is the edge rushers, and I'll name them off quick, and we'll go from there. First, Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Kevin Thibodeau out of Oregon. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Jermaine Johnson II out of Florida State. And George Karlaftis out of Purdue. Dad, you got any favorites you'd like to spotlight? I like all five of these players. Um, they're talking in Jacksonville about whether they take in Hutchinson or somebody else, but I will see this. I like the fella Johnson from Florida state very, very much, you know, transfer from Georgia played so beautifully against everybody put pressure on the quarterback. 
I really like Johnson, even if he's like three or four in the group. I'm with you. And I'll go ahead and take what should be the number one overall pick for Jacksonville in Aiden Hutchinson. 6'7", 260. He's just a complete prospect with a high motor. Um, he may not quite have the ceiling as Thibodeau from Oregon, but he has a much higher floor and he loves football. Um, he just loves to bang. And I, I liked what I saw him from him. So those are my dad and I's favorites at a defensive end, and we'll go to the next position group after this. Okay, and our next most stacked group as far as talent in the first round is wide receiver. I'll again list them out real quick. Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Jamison Williams, Alabama. Drake London, Southern Cal. Traylon Burks, Arkansas. Chris Olave, Ohio State. All five of those guys should start some sort of a run on wide receiver. So, Dad, do you have one that you like? Um, yeah, there's no Jamar Chase here. That's a generational talent. If last year give us any indication, that's like Megatron-esque. Okay, but of these guys, and I noticed him like two years ago, maybe three, in I think one of those BCS games against Clemson is that Olave. And I think he's at the bottom of the bunch and he's not the biggest, but my gosh, that young man catches everything and a uh, good run after the catch. He's not at the top of the five, but I like a lot of it. I like him a lot too. He's your quick, speedy slot sort of guy, almost like Tavon Austin, maybe needs some improvement as a blocker, but shifty as heck. I'm a fan of Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Also oh, the big probably- guy. The big guy, yeah. Also probably not at the top of the list, but versatile, yards after catch type of receiver. If he's set up in a proper role in a team to succeed, he could almost emulate D.B.O. Samuel, you think. So those are a couple of our favorites out of the wide receivers, but this group could be all over the board. All these guys, all five of them are very talented. Any of the above. Any of the above. All right, and moving on, we have three offensive tackles that are all very talented that my dad knows all about the blocking, so let him take this one away. We got Ikem Ikonwu out of North Carolina State, Evan Neal, Alabama, and Charles Cross, Mississippi State. As a Giants fan, I have to be all about the tackles. We have to get one of these guys. Ikonwu from NC State is a mauler and probably will go first before the Giants pick at five. Neil at Alabama, who I love, two or three teams have taken him off their boards because of some medical concern. So that worries me um, because I'd be very happy to get him otherwise. Last is Charles Cross, great pass blocker from Mississippi State, but it was that air raid offense. So all he did was pass block. But those three are the top three, and I'm hoping one falls to the Giants. I'm pulling for you, too. All right. And we're going in order of position groups that have the most talent at the top end. Next group is defensive back. You have Ahmad Gardner, Cincinnati, Derek Stingley Jr., LSU, and Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame. Dad's watched these guys a lot more than me, so what do you think? I like... um, uh, very much Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. If he gets to the Giants, I think they should take him. Um, Stingley from LSU, real injury concerns. Magnificent talent. I, I'm not drafting him in the top 10. Hamilton from Notre Dame, magnificent player. Questions about his speed. Many experts think he's the best player in the draft, but 
of these three, if it's available to me drafting, it's totally sauce card. And on, on the fringe, they've uh, had Daxon Hill from Michigan, safety rising up the boards. Uh, a lot of people say safety position is starting to be more important in the upcoming NFL, but we'll see. Traditionally, those high picks go to a cornerback. Now, UGA's massive run stopper, Jordan Davis, 6'6", 341 pounds, was a huge part of this dominating season that they literally had. and figuratively exactly exactly <laughs> he's got all the run stuffing that you would want and huge upside in the pass rush and then his teammate the other defensive tackle Devonte wyatt six three three or four is a gap shooting pass rusher but not as high upside as his teammate and, and these and the gamecocks won't miss either of these two young men. <laughs> Neither will the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. They, yes, they exactly. tattooed both of our quarterbacks up and down the field. <laughs> so that concludes what we think is the top 15 prospects. And lastly, he might not be worth the top 15 pick, but I think he's the best quarterback in the draft, Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. He's 6'3". He's got a good over-the-top throwing motion. He's accurate. Uh, he's good pocket presence, and he can improvise as a scrambler. But he's a late bloomer. He rose this year. He's a 24-year-old rookie, and his ceiling is probably a mid-level starting quarterback, you know, like Kirk Cousins, but you can still cash a lot of checks in this league. So I'm rooting for him too. And that concludes our quick preview. We're going to be back after the first round. First round, again, is on Thursday. We're going to record a recap on Friday. So stay tuned. Milo and Freddie, NFL Draft. Appreciate you joining us. Dad, any final thoughts? No, thanks. But the quarterbacks will be interesting. I like your guy, Pickett. He's almost Mac Jones-esque to me. But, man, there's a lot of talk about Malik Willis from Auburn and then Liberty. So it'll just be fun to watch if there's some quarterback insanity Thursday night. Agreed. It seems like there's always someone reaching. So just yes. just wait for it to happen. There should be fireworks. There's a lot of teams with multiple picks in the first round. So I think there's going to be a lot of movement. We're not going to speculate on the teams themselves. We'll, we'll deal with that after the fact. But, again, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys.